And then now we'll get into the godly culture, into, you know, the Christ-centered culture, the the away from the world and the secular. And we have, what do we have? Uh, Spirituality. Mm -hmm. We have... uh, Well, you have spirituality. You have have vibes in there, too. That's what I was going to say. Yes, you have (laughs) that. You got me. So that's what I was going to say. I was going to say something else. And you have physical there, too. Yeah, yeah, physical. Um, Because people will, will say... Hot. Yeah. Yeah, the irony is hot. Like the person has to be hot and you're, you're thinking, well, hot is a very relative thing. Mm -hmm. Hello and welcome to the Cashmere Couple. We are your hosts, Elizabeth and Joshua. You're experts at being single and mirroring later in life. In this podcast, we will discuss singlehood, marriage, and living a godly lifestyle. Grab your morning beverage and let's get started. And today, what is the subject? Our subject today we're going to be talking about is regarding lists. And our high expectations. High expectations. Yeah, Yeah, lists, my mind, immediately categorization. I'm a man. I don't know, maybe other people have, uh, there's maybe some crossover there with women and men. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, both, I mean, everyone has a list in in a sense whether you are in the church or out of the church you have certain high expectations as a as a christian person should you have high expectations other than he be christian yeah so that's a great question i know a lot of times in the church us growing up in the church you and i very similarly Mm -hmm. uh you in the romanian church myself in pentecostal non-denomination bible more uh maybe even almost like that baptist-esque uh church there was a lot of people who said, uh, set a list. A lot of people said, don't have a list. A lot of people, godly person is the only criteria. A lot of people, God will fulfill all of the criteria. So there's so many cliches. There's so many different ways we can take this. And that is very similar to finding the person is, uh, you know, there's plenty of fish in the sea uh, that wasn't the right one. Uh, God will provide another one. It'll happen when you least expect it. It'll happen. All you need to do is get out there. It's like, what do do I get out there? Do I not get out there when, you know, what is going on? And so the same thing with lists. And I think we are going to provide a different perspective on lists than maybe everyone else, but there might not necessarily be the exact quote unquote correct way. And we're just providing a way for you to discern, to pray about, but we think we have a good way. So let's start with what is going on right now in the modern world. We are hearing a modern word, modern, modernity. Mo- modernity. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> nice. So in the secular, you are seeing now the feminist, and then you're seeing these things called red pill, blue pill, mm. pick me's, which Manosphere. is a different, yes, all these different things that. in which they have. White pill even. White pill, which I don't even know, but yeah. there's all these different, and they have different criterias. Mm-hmm. They will say things as in body count, mm. which is, is it a high or low body count? Yeah. And then depending on what part of the tribe you are in, that could be a good or a negative thing. Yeah. Then you have finances. Finances. I'm yeah. hearing these women who are wanting and expecting men to have 400,000, you know, as a salary. Wow. And they will not accept anyone unless he has over, you yeah. know, 100,000, uh, 200,000, 300, 400. And 
these are girls in their young 20s expecting mm. these quote unquote um high value men yeah well there's That's a huge, uh, huge shout word. out to jordan peterson there there's just a, such a thing as predo distribution mm -hmm. so there's this idea that in all not even just in human civilization and human society and in humans in general but even outside of that in nature there is a predo distribution and you see that with all types of structures and substructures created in organization, in mice, in uh, hierarchies that are created in apes, in and not just apes. That for those people who are like, oh, we came from the primates. They're from all animals. That all creation has this way, and there is an argument to be had that there is such a thing as like there's this idea of we're all equally loved, equally valued. There, you know, God created all men equal. There's this counter argument that there isn't equality that God does favor some people mm -hmm. and you look through scripture and you can make that argument as well mm -hmm. and that argument does say that there and I haven't had this argument I haven't heard this argument in particular but I have thought about it that Jesus said the poor you will always have with you and a lot of times in modernity we think of equality and we want to go a step further into equity and taking people's resources that they mm -hmm. were more efficient with they were productive with and they've achieved and we want to take it away from them and give it to somebody else because it's just not fair and they have too much and all these types of things and I, let's reel that back in yeah yeah sorry because we went into a different I, tangent yeah i did i can do that um, so but yeah with high expectations mm -hmm. you know so that's speaking a part. of but yeah so but 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 no but i think about it think about it, love uh there are <laughs> high expectations a, yeah and this is the, the irony physical. yeah so this is the irony of the of the christian world that i kind of wanted to get into a little bit is we have this thought that the worldly secular culture is this way and they have these these expectations of uh like you said body count which would be kind of a little more gross thing but you're seeing it more in gen z and you have curves you have sex appeal you have uh, money money and you have luxury uh, you have to have the flashy the luxury. person has to make me laugh um yes, and then but be sensitive at the same time yeah exactly and then there's also vibes mm, yeah. and then now we'll get into the godly culture into you know the christ-centered culture the the away from the world and yes. the secular and we have what do we have uh spirituality mm -hmm. we have well you have spirituality you have you have vibes in there too that's what i was gonna say yes, you, <laughs> have you got me so yeah. that's what i was gonna say i was gonna say something else you do, and you have physical there too yeah, yeah physical um, because people will will say hot yeah yeah the irony is hot like the person has to be hot and you're you're thinking well hot is a very relative thing mm -hmm. And then there's not much in scripture about that other than Song of Solomon. There is the satisfaction, the, the being satisfied mm -hmm. by her breasts. And I think a lot of that does happen if you are satisfied in the person and you, you find that the person you're with is the person that is supposed to be satisfying to you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we're looking for that satisf satisfaction mm -hmm. and we have to have the, f the perfect type, the perfect look. And we build a lot of the secular, a lot of the fleshly desires yeah. into the Christian culture. And vibes is another one where like I had described it for a long time, vibes. Mm -hmm. Because you vibe with that Yeah, girl. exactly. Because I think there's some crossover between even uh, that new age mm -hmm. into Christianity. Because it's a, it's a frequency yeah. in a sense. Well, and I do believe that God created all things. Mm -hmm. 
So I believe that there is such a thing as vibrations. And I believe there is such a thing as, you know, it came from creation from a God. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it came from nothing. But then also you can get off into some weird places with that. But the, the list that we make, uh, a lot of times that, that could just honestly turn you off Mm -hmm. to even giving so many people chances because they don't fit everything. Yeah. Uh, in, in our Romanian subculture, it gets even more extended. Mm-hmm. Where are they from in Romania? Because you can automatically really? judge the person. Who is their family? If you know of their family, do you mm. not know their family? That's a problem. Um, That's a problem. It's, yeah, you have to know the person's family, you mm. know, and their background. and Because it defines then who that person's going to be and will that, those family members met, match. Well, and I'm not, I met your family, right? You, yes. And my family do love you and they, yeah. you know, they did Amen. approve and uh, yeah. I'm glad I'm blessed that your family loves me as Amen. well. Amen. But to a degree, I, I don't think it's necessarily wrong. The fact of looking, making sure that the families get along and, you know, it's a blessing on both sides um, to look at that beforehand. But sometimes there are um, prejudices that for sure you can, if, the two individuals are able to step past those prejudices and not use them as a weapon to attack each other, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it could be a very healthy relationship. And and if you look at those differences and you use them as tools to make the unity even better, then that's great. But if it's going to be a a form of attack when you argue, Oh, you from whatever side of the country, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, you Southerner. Oh, Mm -hmm. you Northerner. Oh, Uh, yeah. You know, it's that almost kind political, of kind of tribal, very yes. much so tribal. Yes. That's another thing. Yeah, that so that's that's kind of another thing that happens kind of on the list. But yes, I have heard a lot of times when people will be like, yeah, you know, I saw this girl. She's sweet. Uh, yeah, Christian, you know, loves the Lord she serves. But, you know, I just, I just didn't vibe with her. And it could mm. be. Yeah, it could be that. Oh, she doesn't get my personality. Oh, she didn't get my jokes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. She's like, oh, he wasn't that funny or he mm-hmm. was so immature. Because that's that's a big one with girls. They would definitely say that the yeah. guy is immature and that mm-hmm. would be a, an argument that they would use. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just looked at my notes briefly here. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I wanted to speak a little bit about as well is there are differences between characteristics and attributes. So. I don't know if I have the definition written here, but we have attributes and character, I should say. There's a difference between attributes and character. So attributes would be height, weight, eye color, income level, very objective things that can be subjectively needed in a relationship in order to have one. Uh, So you've got, uh, like for me, uh, I would be very critical of, you know, a person's height Mm -hmm. and her skin color if she had a lighter skin color, I'd instantly disclude her uh, from my list because I wanted my kids to have more of an olive skin tone. And uh, like <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I'm and, very pale. <laughs> and their and their nose. I was very particular about their ears, mm-hmm. their lips, their chaw, their jawline, their chin mm-hmm. and their their body. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very particular um, that those things. They definitely, as you get older, fade a bit, mm-hmm. but you can also become entrenched and think, well, maybe, maybe I'm just meant to be single. You know, you can spiritualize that. Oh, well, the funny thing is, so, of course, on the dating app, hmm. you kind of put those 
characteristics, yes. those, you know, things that you want. You want someone to be a certain height. Attributes. Attributes. Attributes yes. Thank characteristics. you. Yes. Yeah. Certain attributes. You want them to be a certain height. You want them to have a certain college, you know, either oh, so educational That's a good thing. Yeah. 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 That's a good thing to touch um, on. You want them to, you could put even your, their political politics. Yeah. You put Huge. that in there. Yeah. Well, I said height, age. And so with us, I was on the dating app for a year before mm-hmm. we met. And it wasn't until you changed your age yeah, yeah, that we were able to match. Because previously, this is just mm-hmm. the way, insight into my mind a little bit. Previously, when I was younger, I wanted to marry, well, somebody about my age, but I wanted to marry technically two years older because the average life expectancy of a man, I believe at the time, was 79 of a white man. And I believe it was 82 of a white woman. So you wanted someone older than you? Older than me. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted originally. Oh, okay. But then as I got older, I started thinking, why do I want to get married? Oh, yeah, that's right. I want to have kids one day. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, I'm getting closer to 35. And I know at 35 is where like a lot of health defects happen, a lot of complications in, in pregnancy. And I thought, I still want to be able to have kids for years. I have to realistically look at my age gap. And so I was looking a few years younger than me. And then I thought at a certain point, man, these these people, these women are not going to have a lot in common with me. Like, how am I going to be able to relate to them? And I, I'm a more youthful person as far as being physically fit and traveling a lot. But I've been called an old soul mm-hmm. from when I was in my young, uh, young 20s. And I thought I've matured beyond then. Like, I felt like I was 35 when I was 29, 27. And then now that I'm 35, I feel like I'm 42. And the reality is, I how am I going to relate to someone if I if I can't, you know? Yeah. Be, and then I thought, if it is someone who's a good match, my age or even a year older than me would be perfectly fine. And I changed that filter. And then we matched. Yeah, and then we <laughs> matched. But you can see where attributes yeah. versus character. So character would be, um, in comparison... Are they um, physically active and they try to stay fit? Mm-hmm. Um, are they able to maintain a conversation and yes. have eye contact? We're having eye contact right now. We're not staring at a phone the whole time. We're on a date. Yeah. You know, We're able to actually have some sort of chemistry, some conversation. And that's one of the things that you definitely need. And, and I'll, I'll say, save that for a lot of future podcasts as well as the, abili- the ability to be able to communicate. Yes. And then there's, yeah, holds themselves well. So that's one of the things I really notice about you mm. is you hold yourself well. So you, and that's in a way what I would define as class, hashtag cashmere couple, but, <laughs> but the ability to be able to hold yourself well, you have a certain regard for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's not necessarily an attribute. It's a characteristic. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. So, and it's a hard worker. So versus income level, a hard worker. So that's, I think, what you noticed in me is yes. that I was not super high income earner. And that was one of the things I was a little self-conscious about when we were starting to date. Mm-hmm. As I even told you at one time, if you remember, I feel like you're you're the type of person that should be with someone who's a who created a business, who's a millionaire or whatever. And it was hard because I feel like I'm competing against those guys. And I understand physical fitness. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm a relatively fit guy. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm not earning nothing, but I look at these guys who've got the perfect teeth and the hair done up, and they're also a business owner, managing multiple businesses, and I just pray to distribution. I'm lower on that list. <laughs> you know, like how am I going to find a spouse? And uh, and so I think that a lot of times we set our goals, we set our sights high, and I think there are some things we do actually need to look at. Yes, when we're I agree. when we're dating, and I've, I don't think we should have no standards. Yeah, so yeah. let's let's go over number one, okay. which we'll just use Jesus as an example. Yeah, and he said, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mm-hmm. all your soul, and all your strength." Mm-hmm. And uh, there's also talk about knowing God, so and serving God. So basically, we'll just take that all into one: that you love, serve, and know God. Yes all together so knowing god having intimate relationship with him christ said that i wish that you'd be one with the father uh one with me as i'm one with the father Mm -hmm. and if you're not abiding in the lord and you're not allowing that process to happen that's a huge red flag like you know at least some evidence of that you can't judge completely each person but you are able to see evidence of that and you are able to see where a person's priorities are and then number two, what do you, let's, let's go see if you, I if think you could think loving of number people, two. you know, love your neighbors as yourself, right. serving people. You got it. Yeah. We're on track. That's right. Yeah. So we're on track, loving people, serving others. Yes. I think serving others in the same way, like serving God. Yeah. And then also able to have relationships with others. Mm-hmm. So in that same way that you're, that we defined the first, first attribute, first characteristic of not yes. attribute. Uh, is this, the second one will p- pertain to that as well is you're able to have a relationship and I think that was a huge thing for us is you saw that I had friends yes some of them maintained for many years and the same for you is that you had friends and that's a red flag one of the big red flags for me is when a woman her best friend is a man and I yeah. think vice versa yeah I agree I agree it is something that I've discussed with a few people that the moment you get married you can no longer be friends with that person. Hmm. That's it because it's not okay. You're to be so intimately close to talking to someone of the opposite gender. I don't opposite think it's sex, opposite yeah. sex. Yeah, yeah. it's not uh, okay. You know, uh, I don't think your spouse would be comfortable with that. And if the roles were reversed, you would not be comfortable with that. So uh, oftentimes I like to, to think, switch the roles. All right. How would Joshua feel if, or how would I feel if Joshua did this? If he had a close friend and he kept in touch with, and I would be jealous. I would not be comfortable with this. And not only that, I think that is leaves a room for temptation and in the future, you know, because sometimes you would think, oh, I'm for a woman. I am emotionally more connected to my best friend, who's a guy. I'm telling him things which I shouldn't be because I should be communicating intimate moments with my husband, not with a guy friend who I do not have a covenant with, you know, and then, yeah. then you could be emotionally attached to that man compared to being emotionally attached to your husband and then vice versa. You could be talking to, you know, your best friend who's a girl and probably have a little crush on her, probably are attracted to her. Yeah. And that could be an issue. There's been a conversation regarding this and there was a guy going around college campuses and he had a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. So it's a little older now. But I remember this and it was, can a guy and a girl just be friends? And a lot of them said yes. And they said, well, does he like you or would he kiss you if he could? Will he would he have sex with you if he could mm-hmm. or vice versa? Mm-hmm. Would she, does she like you? Would she have sex with you if you could? Would yeah. she kiss you? And 
100% of the people said yes. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I'm sure there's some crossover, mm -hmm. but the likelihood is so low mm -hmm. that you're better not to risk exactly. that chance. And are you really going to play with statistics like that? Yeah. And the truth is those relationships do end up, I, I've ha I grew up being the person um, I would I would be quote unquote the bro. I was the friend. I was friends with so bro. many guys. Yeah, the bro. No. <laughs> I no. I just knew how to get along well with guys. I had fun. I I was charismatic. I got along mm. well with guys when I was younger. Maybe that that way that you're cerebral, probably, and not as emotional. Yeah, and I had a lot of guy friends, mm -hmm. and that's why when I was younger, if a guy liked me, I had no clue because honestly, I thought I was their sister. That's the the mm -hmm. level I always thought that we were at. And so But you found out a few times that these guys actually later did on. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. find out like years later and they were married. He's like, You know I liked you, right? I was mm. like, No. <laughs> I had no And clue. you were having that conversation after he's married. Yeah. And I was Shout like Shout yeah. out to being appropriate. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or other people be like, Oh, I thought you guys were together this mm -hmm. entire time and you guys just didn't want to tell us. I was like, No, I we honestly were just friends and if the guy liked me right over my head mm. unless he's blatantly told me yeah i had no clue yeah. yeah so that's why it but when they did get married when those guys my guy friends got married that friendship broke off mm. you know it just it happened yeah i don't think their wives would have been comfortable me being buddy buddy with their friends and sure. i wasn't comfortable be like hey mm -hmm. what's up how you doing you know no it just it was understood it broke off yeah and so that's the reality it does break off yeah and i think a lot of these values you could call them traditional mm -hmm. these standards but the bible is very much so a book that has these values and i think it's a good way to think of them mm -hmm. such as a man has friends that are guys a woman has friends that are girls or gals whatever you'd like to call them but even with that we have to be wise about who are these girlfriends who are mm. these guy friends are these are the girlfriends bitter women who trash talk other men yeah are they nasty women are they nasty women yeah. are they women who seek god mm -hmm. you know are they ultra flirty friends who will flirt with your boyfriend <sighs> yeah that is that is a huge issue yeah even are they in gonna the church? stir up animosity yes are they gonna encourage you towards the ways of the lord are they gossiping women yeah 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 it just and even with guys you know it could be a guy who who because they don't want to lose your friendship, mm -hmm. they could cause a, a rift between you and the woman sure. you're with. Yeah, the woman that you're pursuing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think as well that guys can be good at encouraging you mm -hmm. to love your spouse, yeah. to love your wife, yeah. and encouraging you to do the right thing or discouraging Correct. as well. And this will continue down this list. So we just had a few other things that were also some good characteristics Mm -hmm. uh, and then some they would we'll say um, integrity, yes. having good character, uh, having purity and honesty, and having a hard work ethic. So there's a lot of them in there, and we could pick from the Bible some scriptures. And I think you did. So there was I, one that you had in particular with the work that you, ethic. you were thinking of. And I think a woman thinks more often of yeah. the income of a man. No offense, that's just the way it works. But the man is going to be the one who, when Lord willing, she's pregnant, exactly. is providing for the, exactly. the household. And the man, traditionally, stereotypically, uh, throughout culturally and history, throughout all societies, is the one who typically is the worker, the provider, the, the hunter, 
yeah, the one that's surviving and going out. Now there is some crossover of which women do some other things that are quote unquote non-traditional. And there is, of course, Proverbs 31 woman who is going out and buying a field I mean, and is she, wise. Yes, she works, you know, so it, it is. And I would like to do a different episode discussing about Proverbs 31 woman yeah. because there's so much to unpack. Oh, oh yeah, there's so, so much, so much, so much and, goodness. Yes. And yeah. I think that's a, an episode in itself. So I have First Timothy 5.8 yes. if you want to read it. First uh, Timothy 5.8, and this is something I remember I brought upon, like even when we were engaged about mm. um Anyone who does not provide for the relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse worse than an unbeliever. Mm. That's pretty it's harsh. That's harsh. Yeah, it's very very strict. I mean, you're worse than an unbeliever yeah. if you do not provide for your family. Amen. I mean, yeah, I mean that is the man of. I mean, that's the role of the man. Yeah. If I, the woman supplements and helps and aids, that's great. If she is able to, without neglecting her family. Yeah. Her number one role is to be um, the caregiver of the home yeah. and to cultivate that. And if on the side she can bring a supplement to the income, that is great. Sure. But if she neglects her family in doing that because she has her own ambition. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me of the verse in the Bible where the Lord speaks of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And he said, because of these curses that you've brought upon yourself, that man, you will struggle and toil under, you know, blood, sweat and tears. Mm-hmm. So, yep. to say, so to speak. And then the woman, she will desire her husband's position mm-hmm. and she will desire that. And so there's that Jezebel yeah. spirit in there. And this and is what I've seen in a lot of now. feminism enter the church oh, yes, and did. a lot of women that I thought, hey, these are awesome women pursuing the Lord and doing amazing things. They also had that feminism yeah. characteristic, that that Jezebel spirit, dare I say. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know they had it. And I tried to kind of say hey this is what you're doing and but you're they, a man so yes, they won't accept yep it. exactly patriarchy is evil and then you're like mm-hmm. well god's a patriarch <laughs> abraham's a patriarch you know do you not know yeah. in what faith do you, you are? yeah exactly like why are we so hostile to the word of god yeah. but the the reality is is that does enter in that whole boss babe all those types of things they do enter well, into the society the, that we have because of the feminism and the, the boss babe mentality yeah. is it demasculated the men so much demasculates yeah yeah demasculates sure. the men and because of that they're not as ambitious hmm. and also because yeah, of the workforce of what's going on yeah you aren't being promoted because of your gender anymore well and that is an issue and i will say this i don't want to get too much into politics here but there is there is a large move even mm-hmm. in the place that I work where they've made corporate statements saying if you're a person of color and you're specifically African-American, you'll be promoted in the workforce above others. Yeah. And what does that do for your psyche? Yeah. What, what does, then how does that make you feel about ambitious. yourself? Yeah. Why you're like, hard? well, golly gee, I'm sorry that I'm a white male. I'm sorry that I'm a straight white male. I'm sorry that I'm a straight white Christian male, you know, like everything yeah. that you're people are the worst th- of society. And what did you do? You desired for things to be better. You desired for people to know the Lord. And what happens in society as well, when things go bad, they say, where are the men or where are the Christian men or where are the straight men or where are the white people? You know, what are they? And then, then they'll at the same time say, what do you, why do you think you need to control things? Why, why do you, think, do you, and you're why like, are you standing up? on man, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like you can't do all these things. But the, the thing that I looked at, mm-hmm. if I were to get off of my rant yeah, for a yeah, second, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing that I looked at for us 
and this is a big thing for me, and I didn't really necessarily see it 100% in scripture because I look at the verses where Paul said, or, or Christ said, you know, to pursue the Lord mm-hmm. and that it's a hard thing for someone to accept mm-hmm. that they could be single and not many people come to this revelation and it would be better to pursue the Lord independently because of the distractions of being, being married. And then they talk about being a eunuch and some people come to it in different ways. That's also in the scripture. However, for me, yeah. the, the focus I had was I want to be better together than we are mm-hmm. apart. And that sounds really positive, like almost new agey mm-hmm. because there's so many, you know, slogans better together, uh, all those types of things that, that are along those lines. But for me, it was something I objectively looked at. Like, are we able to complement each other yes. in our personality, in our conversation, in our pursuit of the Lord, in our pursuit of forming relationships with others? Are and, we attacking each other? And do we, just in the way we interact with one another, do we self-edify ourselves towards better because of it? We're very, mm, you and I are... Yeah, do, are, we, do we encourage each other? Yes. Well, not, yeah, even, not only to encouraging be them. edified. Yes, but not only that, so you and I are, are very similar in the fact that we are very self-conscious, self-aware. Mm, yeah. And so if you say something, I am taking note of that and I'm trying to make myself better. Yeah. And you do the same thing. I'm very, very self-conscious, very yeah. self-aware. And that some of that is good, yes. but then some of that is bad. And that's where we get to those lists. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think both of us, the fact that we, like, I don't burp out loud. Mm-hmm. I don't fart out loud. I am very conscientious Mm -hmm. and I try to have what I think is class Mm -hmm. and I've dated women who were not that way. And you're like, Hey, I'm a guy Mm -hmm. and I'm not this way. So you're a woman. You better believe I'm going to be turned off if you're belching. (laughs) Like it's kind of gross. Yeah. And that of course limits my pool. But at the same time, I have a standard, Mm -hmm. but the negative part of that, is the critical nature. Yes. And they say people who are critical of themselves are also critical of others. See, in my mind, I had always thought of it the way that Christ said uh, that you have a, a log in your own eye and you're mm. trying to take the speck of sawdust. And I think it was Christ who said yes, that. Yes. And yes. that we should be careful we judge lest we, show, we so shall be judged. Mm-hmm. Careful how we judge. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to be self-critical. Mm. but the criticalness was still there. And so I think there is, there is an element that I really enjoy about that free lifestyle vibey, like chill, those types of people that I really try to incorporate into my life. I've seen some Bohemian. Yeah, pictures of you. definitely some vibes. Like yeah. I, I definitely like to have like that. And one of the things I would do as well is I believe, like I said, that God created everything, that he gives peace, that he's the one who gives true joy, that he gives satisfaction, that he gives. So whenever I would encounter people like that, I would like go even further. Mm. They'd be like, hey, like co- really amazing coffee shop I went to in, uh, outside of Antigua, Guatemala. It was off Lake Atitilan. It's a beautiful lake. It was formed by a crater, uh, I think a crater moving in. There was a volcano that erupted. And it's just this gorgeous part of the earth. Mm -hmm. And there's this like really quote unquote vibey space that is, is there. And there's this coffee shop where they're, you know, making their own almond milk or oat milk and they're, you know, bringing all these natural ingredients. Of course they grow coffee right there. Very organic. Yeah. Very organic. They've got like a cheesecloth they're using to, to make the things and they're hi, 
how are you? <laughs> Welcome. And you're like, good. God, <laughs> God is so good. Yeah. God bless you. Dios te bendiga. Like, yeah. uh, muchas gracias. You know, like, thank you so much. I, yeah, welcome to you. Yeah, is there anything I can pray for you for? Just like mm-hmm. letting the spirit of peace enter me so that false peace would be, and, and sometimes they're open and receptive. Other times it's like a weird, mm-hmm. like you broke the spirit yeah. and not saying the spirit of God, like the evil spirit that was there is like mm-hmm. a false peace. And I've definitely done that a few times. But uh, one of the things I did notice is that we do work well together. Yeah. And that's something you do want from a spouse. You have to have that capability. And uh, the founder of eHarmony had a very good point about this. He said that opposites attract, but they also attack. Yeah. And his whole dating algorithm and his, uh, his approach to allowing couples to meet, and he was a Christian as well, mm-hmm. and he focused on the similarities. And I think very much so, that's the way to go. And I, and I know there's sometimes you can have people that are very similar. Like there was one girl I dated who was more me than I am me. And it was like a weird thing to say, but like mean we're walking and she stops and says, oh, don't you have to make a, an appointment for your friends? Like, don't you have to meet up with them? And I was like, uh, is this not going well? Like what's going on? But the way she was like thinking, thinking, yeah. thinking, thinking, I thought that's how I am. Yeah. And I thought, oh my goodness, she's more like that than I am. And that's who I am. <laughs> and I thought, oh boy. Like, I don't know if this could work. Like, I do need someone who's a little bit more uh, feminine mm-hmm. and capable of just kind of going with things and not structurally managerial. Mm. And maybe a man who's a little less would work better, but I tend to be more of that man, man, managerial manager type mm-hmm. who would be very itemized list yeah. structure. And from there I go, and sometimes I, I do flow, but... A lot of times yeah, I, I do think, like that good structure. I think if you do a complete opposite, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of fireworks going on. It, yeah. It's not the fact that it can't work. You just have a lot more to work on. So I think it's just more of, you have to be self-aware. Even if the, you both are complete opposites to make something work, mm. you have to work on that Yeah. more so. And I think it's um, not impossible. There's no such thing as impossible you know, when God is with you and you're in this covenant and you are seeking the Lord together, God will work through those impossibilities. God will work through the stubbornnesses that we have because everyone is stubborn in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on how they manifest that stubbornness. But for us, I, if we were to be with someone who was the complete opposite of us, we would still make it work. It would just be a lot more work. <laughs> You know, it'd be a yeah. little bit more difficult. It, it, yeah. You know, you and I are very similar in that. We think we could make it work with like, I remember the quote you had from your mother. Yeah. So my mom, her story when she was younger, she knew my father. She knew his family. She knew of him, she, but they never dated. They probably saw each other for a few days in her lifetime. And he came and he she lived in the countryside in Romania. And he asked her for, to go for a walk to you know together and he said by the time we get to the top of that hill you will tell me if you want to marry me or not yeah and i remember hearing the story and i was saying i would have said he is crazy and i wouldn't like who would say yes and it was simpler times and my mom said i know he's a christian man he is serious Mm -hmm. he finished engineering and at that time a christian man god-fearing man to finish a high education during communism and to have a job yeah. 
was communism in Romania communism and side in Romania. note the uh, the idea of being with a man who is actually truly following mm-hmm. Christ yes and that's what we're told to do to be born again yeah we can't enter the kingdom of heaven unless we are yeah. Yeah. so she so she saw these two attributes and she said I can make any man happy and then so she said yes yeah. and they are very different personalities hmm. she's very she was very fiery and sarcastic and knew how to say a joke and my father is very serious. is more sensitive and serious he doesn't really know how to yeah. to give and to take jokes mm-hmm. but they worked it out they fell in love after they got married mm. and even today you know after they're almost 50 years of marriage and they will they are so in love with each other Amen. and he cares for her he does and um so tenderly too and yeah. so it's such a blessing and i think that is a great that was a mindset that that was for me is the fact that i can make any man happy but there's a big but there mm. i do think it needs to be both ways because yeah. you can try your hardest if you're in a marriage and you're the only one trying Amen. Amen. that that's why it says not to be unequally yoked Amen. so good yeah that's such a good point yeah. and i i think the same way however when I not only did I say I want to be better together than we are apart for the kingdom of heaven, but secondly, I also said, Hey, I want to know, do you want to serve? Why do you want to get married? Mm-hmm. And I listened and I listened very, very intentionally and specifically to what you said, because there's a lot of people that would say, well, I don't want to be alone and I want to be loved and I want, and or they would say other things that would be what you would like to hear, but they didn't have a personality that matched. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at them critically, the problem with me as well as you, as you were saying, past relationships you have had, that you've you've done this where you felt like you could fix someone. The problem with me is similar where I thought, oh, well, I can encourage the person in the Lord. I can mm-hmm. help them pursue the Lord. And I, I saw things with this uh, optimistic, idealistic, hopeful uh type of mindset rather than looking at things with the realism of listening to what someone's saying they're going to tell you how who they are if you listen Mm -hmm. but you can you can cloak it you can cloak it all in a lot of in hopefulness and what i did is i also asked you why you want to be married and what i was looking for is somebody who wanted to serve because i knew i wanted to serve yeah and that's what I was really concerned about with marriage is it could be very unequally yoked. Yeah. If I'm serving you and you're not serving me and that sounds selfish, but I know myself mm-hmm. and that's that happens with 34 years of life. If you get intimate times in introspection and presence of the Lord and traveling by yourself, solo travel, you find out who you really are yeah. if you allow yourself. And I know I long to serve. And I make you, what do we got here? We have some delicious matcha. Yeah, so some matcha with oat milk and a little bit of uh, maple syrup, bourbon maple syrup. And I've mixed this up, put some ice cubes in with it as well. And I serve you coffee every day. Yeah. Every day we have an espresso machine. I've learned how to steam the milk a little bit better, the oat milk that we're using. Mm -hmm. And what do you do? I make breakfast. Every day. Every day. She won't even let me make breakfast. I enjoy cooking. Yeah. Yeah. But the reality is you serve me yeah. and I serve you. Correct. And we are equally yoked. Yes. And that's where you've got to come come to a place where you're finding someone who does desire that. You're able to see their personality. And if that's not you, 
we encourage you to have time where you get to know yourself, to have time where you find out who you are and to see the lack and not to just think that you're something you're not. And but not to only see, that, to see what but you don't need. be afraid to be alone. Yeah. That's a huge thing. I know so many yeah. people, they were just so, you were saying about friends who are perpetu- perpetually dating. And I know so many people that, like I said, that don't date, you know, for the fear of, you know, oh, I, I don't want to date someone who isn't the one. Mm. But don't be afraid of being alone. And I think that was a big thing for us was that I am fine being single. You said I am fine being single as well. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. honestly at a place where like several times in my life for many years, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, maybe I'll just be single for the rest of my life. Yeah. And it started when I was pretty young because I was such an emotional person yeah. and I can be, but I also am pretty good by myself. Yeah. Like I'm a relatively clean person. I'm able to do all the things I yeah. need to do to take care of myself. I'm not in a, in a place of which I cannot cope without someone. Correct. I have a, a job that allows me to be in centers of places with hundreds of people at a time yeah and it allows for a lot of those opportunities for that connection yeah so even if i'm going home alone i'm still okay Mm -hmm. so when you find someone you're in a place of completion with the lord contentment yeah contentment and that's you know also scripture be Mm -hmm. content in all things yes whether you're rich or poor when you're you're homeless whether you're and and that comes with also understanding you're a child of god and that's yes. for another episode i'm sure mm-hmm. but that is what we've got for you today it's been an amazing time yeah. talking to you i i, I enjoy this yeah i love you too Aww. yeah this is yeah. um you know this is something that we like doing we we have these kind of conversations anyways when mm-hmm. on our morning breakfast yeah. when we when sure. we make coffee so in a sense it's kind of we are inviting you into our daily conversation into in a sense room. into our living room yeah yeah so she did a beautiful job designing it too nice thank job you, love Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, So see you guys next uh, episode. That brings us to the end of this episode. If you like it, you should put a ring on it or a thumbs up. Review. Pound sterling. You get the deal. Follow us on your favorite streaming platforms and Instagram at The Cashmere Couple. La revedere. La revedere.